town celebrated three championships in seven years, and rarely has someone so tough played so pivotal a part. McCarty draws, McCarty in, McCarty! I love you, but you're a mess. I, I am a mess. I'm a work in progress, I guess you could say. Well, this work in progress here on Grind Time with Darren McCarty, yes, on a Wednesday, June 26, uh, 8.40 in the p.m., just to, so you know when I'm spitting this on, but um, uh, peace, uh, you know, work in progress, yeah, I agree, but this work in progress, let's go through his month right now because we're going to get to what a day today was Wednesday for not only myself, but the radio for one what up family um so i'm gonna start out and say to mike and to Jesus, to t-roy what up fam because i thank god you were there i knew it was gonna be all right uh to nick to perry uh bam bam thanks for being here now but uh the grind time family had uh an outdoor adventure day today we're gonna get to it i got some things which uh are new for me um as far as taking this show can we shout uh, out Travis Bully too, road. who provided those mics and Travis? Well, yeah, the you know what? Yeah. Oh. Here's the thing, guys, and uh, out there, if you listen to Grind Time with Darren McCarty, uh, you, you'll see how this has been dropped. We were down at the Rocket Mortgage Classic all day today. Uh, Bright uh, Perry and I, Perry. By the way, I gotta commend you. You were six thirty pickup. Chauffeur Perry was there six thirty on the button because you know he knows I was gonna sit there and like tick it down. I think he was actually a few seconds early. So accommodations to that because we were the first ones, not first ones in the in the golf course today, but the first ones out of the team there to make sure we set an example. Mac, it was a seven seven a.m. arrival was the was the, what we were all supposed to do. Seven zero zero on my clock. Phone rings. Perry Vellucci. Where are you guys at? So he did a wake-up call for you at 6.30 at your no, house. No, he picked He, he me picked up. you up at 6.30, and then he was demanding to know where the fuck we were at 7 and on the I nose. I wonder why, because he, <laughs> uh, you know what? Because he's the co-host, uh, <laughs> and he knows that the host, you know, uh, has a particular time issue. This was, this was an important day, and it I wanted to make sure that, that it went well. Uh, yes, Perry, and you did a hell of a job. All you just did to make it happen, yes, Travis, thank you for... Uh, all that space equipment, whatever you provided to make the sound. You're going to hear it as we uh, continue the program. We got some things that uh, I'm going to take you back. We're going to do a little quantum leap. I'm going to bring you back to earlier today in a few few segments. But uh, let's talk about a uh, little bit of the Rocket Mortgage uh, Classic today. Uh, <clears throat> it was uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic, first PGA Tour event ever held within the city limits of Detroit. 156 golfers. So that's a, and and that's not the biggest place there. Actually, the driving range was on the south course, which they're playing the north. But on the south, they converted a couple holes into the driving range. But the way that it was set up, like a little city, 7.3 million dollar purse they're playing for this weekend. Uh, tickets are sold out for the weekend, unfortunately. But uh, tomorrow's Friday or Thursday, Friday, they can get uh, tickets to go there. Obviously, uh, support local charities, uh, kids and veterans, rocketmortgageclassic.com. Um, it was quite a great, great event. 
Um, you know, one of the things uh, was important for me is uh, being able to um, get set up in the media. Uh, thanks to everyone at the PGA, Greg Ball in particular. He uh, was great, man. He was, uh, he was, everybody he was in that facility, it couldn't yep. have gone couldn't have gone better to 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 set it up uh i was able to talk to uh my buddy frank beckman yeah. uh who also gave me a great golf tip you know because frank and i are always ones tinkering like like and and this is typical frank we play golf frank beckman who does wjr and uh does michigan football and um is a uh stalwart here in the in michigan well known but we play a lot of golf together and uh He's telling me the new move uh, he's working on uh, the keep like to keep the bucket between your legs. And I thought you that take was going to get so You're going to let it go. And I said, "Oh, <laughs> how long you been practicing this?" He goes, "Oh, I haven't tried it yet, but that that's the swing thought I'm looking. At. I'm going. That's why I love you, Frank. Because dude, you, I I swear to God, I thought that was going to be old man inappropriate at first. He's like, <laughs> he's like, so all right, man. It was fifty-fifty. You got the bucket. You put your balls. You got your balls in the bucket, right? And I'm like, oh man, this is. I've bucket, never heard Beckman talk like this. Legs. He meant like literally a bucket of balls and just drop it. Yeah. Before you swing. Yeah. Like totally uh, innocent. Absolutely, because it's uh, if anybody who golfs, it, it's supposed to uh, activate your hips so you don't come over the top, but it's supposed to bring a, be a power move. But um, it was uh, in the middle of the media tent. It was quite the uh, Frank Beckman giving me my uh, swing tip. But and you know for a fact, I'm going to uh, I'm going to I'm going to use that. But in doing that, uh, also too walking around, I got to see uh, Larry Lage and Paula Pash. Um, who had covered the wings back in the day? Got to see the wood, Woody Woodruff uh, from Channel Two, and I also got to run into a old buddy of mine. And uh, some of you guys, people might know this gentleman from Fox Two News in the morning. Fox Two's Ryan Armani coming up with a great interview soon. Uh, I go into the Cobra equipment truck with our buddy Ben. Uh, who gives me a, who knows the ins and outs of Ricky Fowler and the mad scientist Bryson DeChambeau because he does their clubs. Also, too, PGA Championship 2013 winner Jason Duffner, uh, who is also with Superstroke, and our buddy Dean Digman from Superstroke, uh, who is famous for those grips, which which I do have giveaways later on. Uh, some of you guys might have uh, entered some questions and stick around who's going to win some Superstroke grips. But first, let me take you back. Quantum Leap, Scott Bakula style. To this morning at Detroit Golf Club. Grind time with Darren McCarty. I'm a little quiet. Why? Rocket Mortgage Classic. Yeah, the golf tournament. Yeah, the one that's here in Michigan. Yes, we have it. And I'm actually sitting at this table in the media center. Joined as always. Yep. Um, obviously making things happen. And we brought the whole fam. This is a Radio for One production because this is a Detroit cast slash Grind Time with Darren McCarty production. And what do I mean by that? Well, I brought, like, like you look, Mike Walters is behind the ones and twos as when I met him this is I'm having like 25 year flashbacks know, right? from Drew, from you sitting back there because I know how much he hates working that board um Jesus Jesus is here Jesus great job buddy getting set up you got your golf shorts on you look Oakland Hills-ish dude yeah. you look private golf course tour I think this is the best you've ever looked Probably because you got a grind time with Darren McCarty shirt on, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't it does, hurt. Okay, I like it, but uh, looking very respectable and obviously uh, 
<laughs> wow, I, I know everything is going to work out today because T-Roy's here. So. What up, fam? What up, fam? What up, fam? There it is. That's it. That's all you fam out there. That's all you need to know. T-Roy's here. Things are going to be copacetic. Keep Dude. Mike in line. Is, no. this the, is this the dopest setup you've ever seen, man? No, this guys, so you gotta, cool up. Isn't it like yeah. okay? So, and I gotta say, even driving in, and if everybody doesn't know, uh, paint the picture. So we're right in the middle of downtown Detroit. It's just off of Seven Mile. What is it between Seven and Eight, or is it just off, yeah, just off of Seven? Just off of Seven, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, might be the biggest discrepancy in the land between golf courses in front and golf courses in the back, which I mean Detroit Golf Club, which you're having the tournament and you got, you got uh, Chandler Park in the front, don't you? <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is, uh, they're not hitting balls there. So uh, I was talking to the Cobra guy, uh, Ben, who we're going to go see later on and we'll have some... Uh, We'll have some, I guess, some interview or something to do with the with the truck. But uh, I guess the range is uh, all the way off property, and uh, you got to get a shuttle over there. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we're gonna play an interview later on. We're gonna sit down with Jason Duffner. We got some. Uh, I threw it out there to the grind time with Darren McCarty listeners. Uh, some questionnaires. So our friend Dean at Superstroke has hooked us up with some grind time with Darren McCarty Superstroke putter grips that uh, we're going through. Send in your questions. Uh, well, I guess it's too late if you're gonna hear this that. later. Don't send in your questions because you'll hear it later. Is Actually, that, he's got a Facebook it? Live, so if someone's got a oh, question, oh, oh yeah. So if you if you get this now, but uh, like I said, this is sort of a little bit different for us. But it's uh, I guess this is uh, on location, as they say yeah. in the biz. Would that be a remote? It? Yeah, remote. So um, how you yeah. like being out of the house, out of your home? No, I like, field. The, I like the studio. I'll be happy to be back huh. there. Because, you know, because we're in public, Mike, and I can't <laughs> I berate you like I do yeah, you the, can't scream. at E's house. I can't do that at E's house because he doesn't really let me. You There's too many people in public. In this tent, you can't scream, Jesus, coffee, Yeah, now! Yeah. No, I just, that's McCool. That's McCool's there job. There you go. <laughs> no, no, but the, it's funny. I'll tell you how, uh, you know, it must be a golf event because Mike's doing the uh, level checks and he had to turn mine up which really never really happens if you I know me always so, have to turn your game down like dude I'm your game is not on at all usually no and uh because you're yeah a little louder than most no no i'm a, i'm excitable yeah excitable. You've, you've got your golf whisper on i love it i do like that's calm reserve well you know Mike, today. because that's you know when you can when you can fly in all different fields you, you learn how to have to learn how to behave sometimes. I just didn't that's know you I'm had this level. I didn't know it existed. That's because that's because the only reason you got to this level is because I'm here. So I mean, <laughs> Mike, you, I wouldn't you, expect you to know this level because you've never seen it. The first thing I was told when I walked in here from Greg over at BZA, who's doing public relations, he's like, "Hey, uh, I hear McCarty out there. Just make sure you guys are using your indoor voices when you come inside. Yeah. Like, oh, you can hear him out there, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." Like, okay, good. We talked to Greg first thing. He walks in, me and T are standing there, and, and he goes, uh, so if we put you guys here in the middle of the room and not in a booth, do you think you guys could, you know, keep it down a little bit? And T goes, uh, that's a Darren question. Like, that's the only one we've got to worry about is D-Bet. Exactly. Like, uh, so it was a good defer. Right. I've been to the White House four times, guys. Have you really? Yeah, I got really? two Bushes, two, two Clintons, two Bushes. Wow. And why did you go there? You know, ding dong. <laughs> ding, I don't know. Did you pull a Willie Nelson, go up on the roof and smoke down? No, I didn't get up there. <laughs> I did not get high at the White House. Um, not because 
because nobody offered. <laughs> because although we did turn it down, although you did go into the bathroom and take a, um, when you wiped your hands, it had the uh, presidential seal on it. So we did take a, like a paper towel or something like yeah. that. And I never know what it. I ended up probably blowing my nose or using it as a chew cup. Something you got to keep forever, though. You got to keep that forever. Oh yeah, it's yeah. I was on a detailed guarding Air Force One once. We stole presidential M and M's. Kading. Still got them. Fantastic. Where's that bell? Kading. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah oh, we forgot our studio did bell. You, did yeah, you eat them or save the package? We ate them. We ate them. Did you we save the package? No. No. Yeah, but you're a bunch of. Like, I just saved it for a while. Bunch of army grunt Neanderthals, yeah. right? Like it, it didn't didn't matter. No. Exactly. No, we just wanted sugar in our system. Yeah. <laughs> keep the boys rolling. So. Um, other than that, out here today, we're going to uh, wander around. Try not to try not to embarrass ourselves, Michael. Yep. Right. Um, be on my best behavior. I promise. Be a good boy. You, be a good boy out here today. You did. You you did good. You did good hosting the party. Thank you for the Russian Five. Shout out to that. It was yeah, actually, that was a lot of fun. Uh, it's out. They they have DVDs now, and obviously you can uh, check them out whenever you want. What up, Jesus? Um. Yeah. So. Uh, I know that uh, later on, it's it's funny because we're going to have Duffner on, and I looked at the sheet that he's playing with uh, a guy that I played a lot of golf with back in the day, Jason May, but also to Danny DeKaiser, Mickey Redman, and Jimmy Howard, I think. So yeah, that, I'll, have, as well. I'll, have to, I'll have to prepare him. Yeah, Kid Rock's out on the course right yeah. now. Let's see if we're going to run into him later. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're out here. We're excited. And, the Cobra uh, Band truck is going to be a blast, too. Yeah. Get the tour of that. It, it, it will. Yeah, we're doing that sometime around 10, 10.30. We'll go into the Cobra truck. He's going to show us how he sets up Ricky's clubs, uh, kind of talk through that, a little bit of how he gets set up on the course and what he's doing and, you know, to kind of get well, really, I, really I, cool insight. I think that, the, the you know, the important thing and the, one of the concepts is that having the uh, accessibility and be able to do it is is to, to find these things out because if you're an avid golfer or a fan of golf, um you know the intricacies behind it i know that like in hockey the higher you get the easier it gets and meaning you know the equipment is just spot on for yourself i look around and i know i have clubs in my bag i got every front club in the bag for me probably so it'll be interesting to see um so is, is hockey like golf in the way that i mean these guys are so good they transfer i mean they're they're fixing the clubs to fit their swing. Uh, yeah. Not the other way around. So right. Is hockey the same way where it's like, okay. Pretty much. you like as far as you find a stick. So it depends on what you want to do. So so in hockey, there's an exa- example. There's a couple different things, right? So you usually have three sticks prepared for a game, right? So your gamer and then your two backups. Well, one of your backups is usually your third period stick or late in the third, which means it's legal. Right, so if if you played with maybe uh, on the line curve or or whatever, that it's look at it and it could be it couldn't be. Well, you you want to make sure that it's not for the final, uh, you know, last ten minutes of the period. Now I'll I'll take you back because in '93 when Montreal Canadiens won the cup against LA, Marty McSorley from LA took a penalty for a legal curve that Montreal ended up scoring on, scoring OT. And went in the cup, so it's one of those like unforced errors to me uh, that gotcha. you have to do. But then you look and you say, okay, if I'm a, let's take for example this Moritz Sider who's just drafted by the Wings, uh, defenseman, 
six four. Well, you need a stiffer stick, and because he's a puck moving defenseman, you know his stick is probably stiffer with a thicker blade because it's more for slapping the puck or making a first pass shooting. Whereas a Brett Hall had a small little, like it was like a, it was unbelievable how small this blade was and the flex it, the flex of the stick. I'll give you an example. Zidane Chara, 6'9", 250 pounds. His flex is like 140, right? Brett Hall's is like 60. He could like, it was like a toothpick, but it's all timing on where they wanted to shoot it. Shanny, his, Brendan Shanahan, his favorite was taking like the shafts and putting the wood blade in, right? So this is even, it goes from wood sticks, right, to fiberglass on wood sticks yeah. to wood inserts into composite to full composite sticks right so you get the best of both worlds in the field i like that the goal i scored uh against philly one-on-one was a two-piece composited eastern stick um you know you re- you and back in the day when there were wood blades what you do is you would get them the lie that you'd want you might have to shave a little off or whatever but they're wood so you could heat them and curve them and right. they take once you get them nowadays you get a dozen sticks and you go through them and maybe six or eight of them are are good and the rest they go back you can't do anything with them they're just uh, waste or they go to the miners that's so funny mac because i have one of shanty sticks and i never knew what that was hearing that it's fiberglass with the wood blade on it and and I always yeah, thought it was weird. It, yeah, I thought well, it was weird a, the way it was. probably had an aluminum one. Yeah, maybe maybe it was. Hey, but man, does what, the equipment what, change as much? Yeah, like as well, hockey, hockey and golf? and golf. Yeah, like it, well, I think that you know, as far as they try to get skates that are faster now, they have the instead of taking. So if say you want to talk skates, so instead of if you blow an edge or you know step on something or whatever, you got to take your skate off go get it sharpened come back you might miss a shift now they now they pop these blades out on the bench have your have your blade already pre-sharpened pop it in you're ready to go you don't even miss That's half amazing. a shift well, look at, look so at, look. And, and then hold on and then and then sticks and equipment wise right guys get faster and then they you know they're trying to protect them but they make them more invincible it's like the conversation we had a few weeks back uh, with our NASCAR guys and our Infinity drivers, uh, with Ryan Ellis and Mike Lynette, about the NASCARs, yeah, they're safer, but it makes the bad driver more invincible, right? So, you know, it makes the hockey player a little bit more fearless, and and you know, a lot more guys. It used to be a guy from around here, Ally Afraidy, shoots at 100 miles an hour. That's big. I bet you. 20 percent 25 percent of the league shoots at 100 miles an hour Jesus. Yeah. Well, you, you know what i wanted uh mac talking about uh, equipment look at look at the changes in golf especially you're talking about uh skates look at the look at the changes in golf shoes how comfortable oh. they are i mean you talk about to me that as far as a golfer that's the best change well i'm seen. as i'm wearing my uh sketchers in case we got to go out there in case somebody doesn't show up and i got to go to the car to get the clubs you never know i mean you guys will be on your own and i guess we'll be doing a lot more live tonight than we uh, would be just in case but uh you know from the shoes to the equipments to the alignments to the training aids it's the same thing in all the sport you know every sport the i guess the preparation the equipment uh the training starts younger starts 
you know, every facility, you look at golf, you got track mans, you got, you know, the analytics, you know, hockey, you got with the salary cap, you got a capologist. Who the, who, what the hell is a <laughs> capologist? No, is that, 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 that is a real to capologist because oh, they yeah. have to balance the salary cap and all that. And it's, it's crazy, the evolution, but it also too, is it crazy? No, you look at technology, in my opinion. You know, you look at these phones and the internet and the stuff that we're able to do. So it's the sports just follows along. Now, you know, the, 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 it's 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 amazing to me. I always <laughs> I joke around and say, you, you guys know why I'm not that good is because I don't know. Nobody comes out to watch us play golf. Yeah. I'm used to twenty thousand people screaming and yelling <laughs> at me. I mean, I bet you I'd shoot like sixty-eight out here. I mean, it's not my talent; yeah. it's the it's Adrenaline. the people. Right? Well, we can do that it's next time we golf with you. What's oh. hey, hey Mac? What is? Do you remember? You how, can't make noise enough to, for twenty thousand, Perry. <laughs> the difference when you're uh, in the minors or younger and you're packing your own filthy clothes. Oh yeah. At versus when you get to the NHL and it's, it's like, any dude. The, 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 they just pack everything. The higher well. Well, you're you throw it in your bag and stuff like that. Um, at what you need, and yeah, the, the when you're a rookie or uh, yeah, when you're a rookie in the minors, you got to lug everybody's bag to the bus and <laughs> off, and you got to do all that stuff. No, in the in the show, you have equipment guys that do that. You have you're responsible for whatever leaves the locker room. Is right? it a major difference it. between? the show and, the, and the level how just below life? it. How about the difference in <laughs> life? Uh, yeah, that's uh, spoon-fed versus anything else. But but, but the level just below the show, are you getting prepped? Are they taking a handle, handling your stuff? Or are you doing all your No, you're stuff doing then? more of your own stuff. Yeah. You know, when you ride, hey, the, huh. here's the thing. Are you riding a plane or not? If you're on a plane, you're probably not touching your bag. Red if you're wants. not on a plane, if you're on a bus, you, yeah, you probably are touching your bag. <laughs> Awesome. So it works out like that. So, um, yeah, we're going to be around here. We're going to play this a little bit later. We're going to uh, do a. This will be part of the in and out. So, I bet you this is the part where I send me back to me live in studio. Perfect. All right. Well, uh, so guys, whatever happens, thanks for all the work setting it up. Uh, this is a true What Up Fam Radio for One Detroit cast. Grind time with Darren McCarty. Um, Big thanks to Nick, too, for putting uh, abs- all this together. It's a lot You're of work, welcome. man. My pleasure. Appreciate Absolutely. It. Uh, Nick at DarrenMcCarty.com. And what does he do? Whatever you need. Absolutely. Oh, you're still here, Perry? Yeah, all right, yeah, Perry's yeah, still yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't got kicked out yet. Jesus uh, <laughs> is here all day. Why do they call him Jesus? Kid's got no J. <laughs> all right. Oh, from now on, yeah, back to me in the studio. <laughs> this is uh, DMAC Live at the Rocket Mortgage Pro-Am Wednesday. It is 8.31. Back to you at Studio D-Mac. Yeah, thanks, D-Mac. Great job. Man, I should put you on the payroll. Uh, hopefully, you, got, you know, you don't need a resume or anything. And, uh, you know, that inside voice, that is very, very... I'm not going to say I was uh, turned on a little bit, but uh, you know what? Maybe you should take that in consideration a little bit quieter sometimes, okay? Thank you, D-Mac. All right, D-Mac. Um, speaking of that, uh, he actually ran into... Uh, another guy, and if you ever want to see maybe some of the people you see on TV in real life, uh, say motherfucker, maybe. Uh, well, here's your chance. Here's my chat with Ryan Armani, Fox Two News. All right, Grand Time fans, Grand Time with Darren McCarty. Yep, we're uh, this Wednesday, the 26th, here at the Golf Club, Detroit Golf Club for the Rocket Mortgage. 
classic first PGA Tour event ever held within the city limits of Detroit. Do you believe that? It's unbelievable. 156 of the world's best golfers are here. Do you know what the purse they're playing for? It's a lot. $7.3 million purse, Thursday through Sunday. Tickets are sold out for the weekend, but you can still get in today through Friday to check out all the action. Ticket purchase helps support local charities benefiting kids and veterans. That's so, I mean, that's all that needs to be said. Go to rocketmortgageclassic.com for tickets and more information. So, let's see. I, I like to timestamp this, even though I'm I'm going to send it back to me later. Do you ever do that? I'm joined here right now by good buddy of mine uh, in the media. You might see him in the mornings on Fox 2 News or All About Town. Mr. Ryan Armani, how are you, sir? Oh, my goodness. Darren McCarty. Darren freaking McCarty. Darren how are you, brother? On a 10, 16 a.m. I am doing great, bro. You're obviously out here covering this morning. Uh, what, what were you... Is it... Doing a lot. You, you told me you had an early morning, so can you tell Grind Time listeners who watch you uh, on the mornings uh, looking so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed that that's not really <laughs> the story? Here it, you, is. Here, here it is. Here it is, right? Right from, right, the, so, right from the horse's mouth. So, so uh, wake wake up time, 2.30, out the door at 3, at work at 3.30, on the air 4 to 5. Uh, then we came to the Detroit Golf Club. We were here at 5.30, on the air at 6, 7, 8, 9. Here I am with you, and then we'll be on again at 11. And then, baby, thank God for coffee. Coffee or a nap? <laughs> well, that, that nap is coming. Trust me, that three-hour nap now, does, is coming. Is that a pre- 12.30 to 3.30. Does everybody, like if I'm watching pretty much morning shows like Dina and Amy and, and They don't Alan, take naps. They, they don't. don't do the nap. Not even you gotta do that. None, like, none of the guys, Jay. Nothing. No, well, they he's don't, working. He's yeah, but, always working. Yeah, he's always working. He's working like twenty of twenty-four hours. He sleeps when he's awake. <laughs> right. He sleeps with his eyes closed. He's, he's but, so talented. See, though, like Amy, I think goes to bed at seven thirty at night, or so. Alan goes to bed at seven thirty. I can't do that. I mean, I'm I'm to bed at ten o'clock, so I'll get four hours at night, and then three hours during the day, and I'm good for. So is it 2.30 regular where you show uh, any, up? And well, it depends reports? on my my start time. So I'm up anytime from 2.30 to 4.30 and anywhere in between. But this whole week, I'm at 2.30 wake up. So I see you on, you know, talk, they, you cover all the great stuff. And obviously, back in the day, <clears throat> um, we've done radio together. And uh, shout out, I'll give a shout out to Rico Beard. Love there. Rico. Love Rico. The Ryan Rico show used to... Enjoy the Ryan and Rico and D-Max show. We had some days. That's man. it, dude. We had, <laughs> we had fun, but that's what it's all about. But you get to cover so many different things. What's it like being able to cover the first PGA Tour event in forever in Detroit, or in forever in the city of Detroit? First thing that comes to mind is pride. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just something about walking about this facility here at the Detroit Golf Club where you look around, and I hate to say it like this, uh, but I don't know a, a better way to say it. You almost feel like you're not in Detroit. Oh, absolutely. Do, do you understand? Like, like I mean that is the greatest compliment uh, ever. Like, you just feel like you're somewhere else. What? And everything is so pristine and beautiful and manicured. And, and it's just mind-blowing when you walk on these grounds. Well, it's, it is unbelievable. And, and anybody who's played Detroit Golf Club, it's off of Seven Mile. And it's right down off of Woodward. So it's right in the city. And it's it, as they have it right now, if you aren't here but i want you to picture they've set up like all these scaffolding and all but all these red sort of direction arrows where you can't see it's almost like a little city that they built all in towards now this place if you've played it before when you play it you don't know you're in the city of detroit which is a compliment but the history and 
the way the guys are talking, the course looks in great shape. Did you see some golf this morning? I did. I was out there early with Dustin Johnson at 6.50 in the morning. Uh, he was the first guy that, that got off the first tee in the Pro-Am. So I saw Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, Ricky Fowler, Kid Rock, our good friend Bob Ritchie was out there. Um, and let me just say, you've played golf. I play a little bit of golf. Very little. <laughs> when I can, I do. The way in which the ball comes off these guys' clubs is unlike anything I've ever seen before. When you're that close and you hear that ball and you see it fly and rise, and it's I've never seen a missile be fired before, but it's like a missile. That's how I picture a missile well, being fired. That's sort of like the difference. It's all, But it's funny because you have the correlation because the guys you know, in the NHL shoot a puck and then a guy in a beer league shoots a yeah, puck. It's a little right. bit different. You we were having this conversation earlier. Is it equipment or is it you know training? And, it, it, you know, obviously yeah. with the track mans and the technology and, and these guys and, and dialing in the shafts and the weights and, but these guys are great, but they have all the equipment to do it, but it is a different sound. Well, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the equipment, obviously, but but the work in every ounce of their body goes into the shot. I mean, you know, they're not swinging with their arms. Have you arms. golfed with Darren before? I have not, but Dude, I have seen him golf. I talk about it all the time. It's like, you want to see what NFL players look like. Get on field I'm level. I'm NHL, though. And, and, and then you go out and golf with Darren. <laughs> you golf with Darren, it's like, Oh, yeah, he's a professional athlete. The way the ball leaps off his club head is the same. At, it's crazy. It's though. not the same. It's not the same. As but it's the pros. But, but it, because it, it's more so than a guy like more. Ryan Armani. Yeah. And we, we, <laughs> but I was a captain of football and baseball back in high school. I have wow. to say, oh, well. You got that going for it. <laughs> That's look where it's, hey, look where it's got you. Look where it's got you. You know, I knew that class clown award would, would work out for you. <laughs> But yeah, we we uh, went golfing with a buddy of mine a couple of weeks ago, and the first thing he said the same thing about Mac is, "Oh, he's a professional athlete, so of course he's naturally gifted. Naturally, <laughs> gifted, naturally gifted. That's no, where it comes from. God's gift, right? But, but here's the whole thing too: is that you can tell the top guys in the world. You mentioned Dustin Johnson and Bubba Watson and Ricky Fowler; those guys, even the ball off their club, is just a little bit. Uh, more explosive or sounds a little bit different even than some of the other tour guys too so not only that d-mac but i was watching dustin a little bit earlier today and he hits his shot in the way he's studying the golf course every area of the green uh even the traps his ball was not in the trap but he went down there and was looking at it and his caddy gave him a couple of balls and was just hitting a couple of balls out of the traps in between his partner's shots. And the that aspect, uh, that mind of I have to study each and every shot that could happen uh, is, is just and why those the, will come said, out all hours of the day and night to read greens at different sunlight levels. It sets and these guys apart. It's insane. Yeah, it's it's really what sets these guys apart. Well, it's just you know because it's it's all prep. What the preparation you know meets the talent level, and then you're talking about the best in the world at what they do. So I mean, it's it's a lot where we can all relate to it. We can't relate to it because of the special talent, but they work as hard as anybody. And you know when they say are golfers athletes, and I say absolutely. Oh yeah. You know it's just hell yeah. I, you know there's so much that goes into it too, and that's being around here is what lot. What you realize is that this is just Groundhog's Day. You know, time after time, tournament to tournament, yeah. you watch these guys as they're on the schedule, and everybody, you look at, it's almost like 156 different teams. 
you know, different guys, they have all their different teams, and that brings the people. So I think it's a great, uh, not only that, but a great opportunity for people to see the city or to, you know, because they got to spend time downtown or in Royal Oak, Birmingham. And in neighborhoods, too, you know, just to yeah. see what's happening. Yeah. How, how cool are those little statues? The, the Joe Louis Fist, I saw that the today. The Spirit of Detroit, the D. I, yeah, I got my that. picture with the D. And, Did you? Yeah, it's all that it's stuff. Very cool. Yeah, they, they've thought about it. And I, I think that when it comes to Dan Gilbert, Rocket Mortgage, you look at, you know, the proofs in the pudding of what they have tr- are trying to do and continue to do, put back into, you know, the community. And then with this tournament, it's a great way to raise money for kids and for veterans and everything that we all try to get behind. I wish he was here. Too. I, I wish yeah. he got to see this it, because it, he put a lot of work into this. He did a lot to get this years. golf tournament here. Years, years of preparation support. to get this event here. And, uh, of course, he's recovering. I actually had a chance to talk to Jay Farner, the CEO of Quicken Loans, earlier today and talked about his progress, and he is making progress, and he is watching, and he is uh, very happy that this event is here. And uh, hopefully, upon all hope, that he'll be able to see this event next year. Uh, because this is he is largely responsible for this. Absolutely. He was waiting until I teed it up in his head. So that's what he said. He said, I said, I ain't playing without you, Dan, so I'll be waiting for the call. Um, one last golf question. Uh, what do you think? Do you think they'll, the PGA pros are going to tear this course up? Or what do you think I the winning think, score is going to be? 22 to 25 under. You think so? And, and, and Which I, one are you going to take? Uh, I'll go 22 under. I'll go under it. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. What are we gonna? We got to do something with that yeah. now. Um, Dinner, well, like yeah, something. We, absolutely. Like absolutely. Uh, hey, have, have you ever been to? I'm not even gonna name it right now. I'm gonna make somebody else. <laughs> but whoever wants to, uh, maybe we can work out a sponsorship. Yeah, Nick, work out a sponsorship. Nick at Darren Who out there wants to be? The host of the losing bet. <laughs> right? Who wants to be the host of, we'll, we'll of, figure, of the? We'll figure something and, out. And maybe and maybe somebody can be included in that dinner. That's or exactly like it. That. We'll, we'll figure something right. out. But we'll put Absolutely. the bet on, and then we'll figure out just another way to get dinner, and then I'll figure out. You got it. I don't worry. I'll uh, Perry's driving around people around now, so <laughs> maybe I'll make him pay for dinner. I don't know. Well, wouldn't that be the winning bet, so that you're going to go to? The place you want to go, the winner takes you. Perry, so you, just, the you didn't even do the math or anything like that. The <laughs> bottom line is winning Ryan, winning Darren, winning people. It's a win-win all around. Winning hopefully, winning hopefully I, it's something. You I, know, what was the winner last week? Uh, shit, uh, 20 under, 18 under, something like that. So it's not out of the ordinary. No, it's, for, it, it's, it's not. It just it, I just wonder, and of course, they haven't played before. You know, just it might, a couple surprises, but they're so good. Who du- knows? You know what? Dustin Johnson was in the media tent talking a few a little while ago when I was went in there, and he was saying that he, he thought the course was shorter than he expected. Okay. So if that's any clue... He thinks that, you know, it looks like they're going to be hitting greens. So, so it's not yeah. a bomber's course. It's I, more, it puts yeah. every, to me, a, a course like this brings everybody into play. Yeah. You know, they, five or six under a day, five or six under a round will get you to 20, 24 under. That's what I'm saying. You know? Is that, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's if there's uh, holes to be made up, but it'll, it'll be interesting after the first couple of days, you know, morning, afternoon, but the weather's supposed to be great, so it'll work out. Absolutely. Hey, before I let you go, so Ryan Armani, Fox 2, you're, I'm going to get you for the full-length grind time with the Aaron McCarty Pockets in the future, but what did you say to me before that? He, he, Ryan says to me, and you gotta, what he goes, yo, bro, he says, anything happens to me. And I'm like, yeah? And it's real serious? And he goes, 
It was my two-year-old. <laughs> Check into him first. Will you elaborate? Will you elaborate to so, all the parents so, out there? That so, it, so Darren's like, how old are your kids now? And I have a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son. Oof. And I, I told Darren, I said, if if I die, if something happens to me, <laughs> it was the two-year-old. The two-year-old's the first fucking suspect. Yeah. yeah. Go to the two-year-old. <laughs> this mother, this fucking kid, I say, is gonna kill me. I swear. Don't look anywhere else. It's the two-year-old. I love it because I said, to, I said, dude, you remember when your dad would come home or your grandpa and whatever, and it was quiet, and you sort of had to see what kind yeah. of moody and what kind of day he had. Oh, yeah. Now Ryan goes into the house, and he's always looking for I'm the two-year-old. I'm still walking on tiptoes. So, so is the two-year-old running you to death, oh, or do you think man. you murder at some no, point? No, I mean, he's just, he's hitting me, throwing shit at me. Yeah. Picking forks up and throwing them in between my eyes. I'm like, dude, so, what, are you, what are you doing? What's your wife teaching him? Why? Oh you're my God! <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, there, there you go. What? That's what I gotta do. I gotta look into her. Harry, that's probably why but, you're divorced. You blame his wife. <laughs> <laughs> right? you didn't, see, here at Grind. I'm, here I'm at, not divorced. Here at Grind. Not yet. No, that's what I said. That's that's why he's divorced. Oh, yeah. Oh. Don't be take no, but us married guys because Ryan see what Ryan will do is he'll have to look inwards and say, God, I thought when you needed payback you got girls, but no, you get little monsters. My so. four year old daughter is a little angel. And if now. We, now they'll switch. Oh, yeah. They'll flip, oh, don't worry. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's don't coming. worry. Hey, right when the, the right when the, right, right when the sun when you're like, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. Maybe you should be third or fourth suspect. I said, but then daughter's like 15. Yeah, she, that's it, it, trust me. That's and that's called parenting. Kill me one way or the other. That is. All right. Well, you I appreciate great, you. Man. I appreciate you, bro. We can't wait to get you into the studio. We'll do, we'll but do it in the next couple of weeks. Uh, July, July is, uh, uh, let's do August. August is perfect. August. Yep. August, is, you know what? It, it'll be perfect because uh, we'll get uh, ready preview for uh See what's coming up uh, after free agency for hockey. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, August is a, is a good time getting ready for the season. Uh, obviously, I'll be down there tomorrow, so I'm excited to meet all the young kids. and Moritz? Yeah. We, I mean, d- tell me in your uh, opinion. And you, Oh, before I let you go, you saw the Russian five, yep. correct? Oh, it, so Darren comes on Fox 2. It's the day that uh, it was the t- uh, 22nd anniversary of the 97 Cup. Uh, which was just June 7th, amazing. By the way, so. I still I still remember the the day and where I was when all that when, oh, yeah. when, it, when we won the cup. I say we, I take credit for it. <laughs> we did. Uh, we were all we were awesome. Right. We were all I was part so of that. good that night. <laughs> we were all so invested, dude. I feel like we took we right. had a part too. And it was also the day the Russian Five is uh, released on iTunes or whatever. They, yeah. However, the the shit works this day. Yep. I don't know. I'm so old school. I don't know. I I still have a VCR. Um, so yeah, I watched this Russian Five documentary. It is so incredible. I didn't know ninety percent of the yeah. shit that went down, and then just to relive those days, especially that Colorado series and get through Colorado. And I remember when when the Red Wings lost to San Jose in that Game Seven, and uh, just yeah. all the heartache that, that went leading up to that '97 season and. It was just remarkable. If you haven't watched it yet, it is well worth your ninety minutes or whatever. I, I honestly and think you can it's see Oscar Darren worthy. Beat the shit out of Claude Lemieux again. Yeah, it's just so fantastic. <laughs> Dude, they, and the, in the in the film, they catch it with those great. I explained a Cole uh, Cole Cochran sucker punch, Love which it. by the way, Love it. which was the best part. Lemieux That's sucker awesome. punch, Kozlov. Yeah. yeah, he did. I called Cock Lemieux. Right, yeah. you looked him right in the Period. eye. Right the, in the right in the eyes. I wish they would have explained, Darren. If you're watching with an eagle eye, when Darren drags him over to the bench. If you look close, Darren plants a knee right oh, yeah. in his face. No, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's why Shani said he wouldn't have been able to overlook it. I would have got seven to nine games, yeah. ten games, whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I tried kill. You deserve it. Close. Honestly, I think it's it worked out for us. Didn't yeah, it? I think it could. I think it worked out for <laughs> yeah, us. I think so too. It did. All right, Ryan. All right, guys. Appreciate you, you brother. And uh, hey, good, good luck with that sleep. Twenty-two under. Twenty-two Three under hour is, nap is yeah. happening. And and you know what? Because you said it on the lower, you said twenty-two to twenty-five. I get the push. It's <laughs> <laughs> your right, show, man. It's your show. You make the rules. That's Ryan Romani. I'm on your show now. That's Ryan Romani. Fox Two News. Catch him in the morning. Uh, with the Thanks, lovely, brother. talented Dina, Amy, Merlu, Jay Towers, Al Longstreet, Derek Kevra, all the family. Yeah, he knows his Fox, too. All right, exactly. <laughs> I do. I watch him in the morning, man. That's how I get my weather app. Rich Luderman told me that. Fox 2 weather app. Anyways, guys, if you don't know, uh, here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty, we're here at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, first PGA Tour event ever held within the city limits of Detroit. 156 of the world's best golfers are here at Detroit Golf Club battling for a $7.3 million purse. Man, like 1% of that. I'll would take be point nice. 0.3. Give me the point 0.3. Tickets, uh, yo, you'll be happy with that? I'd be happy with a point 0.3. Tickets are sold out for the weekend, but you can still get in today through Friday to check out all the action. Your ticket purchases help support local charities, benefiting kids and veterans. Go to rocketmortgageclassic.com for tickets and more information. If you get a chance on these beautiful days, today or tomorrow, just come out, walk around. It is quite, quite the spot here at the Detroit Golf Club. So, and how cool is that, Darren, that they've sold out the weekend already? Well in advance. No, it is it's, cool, it and I think it's volumes about it, the support. I think what it tells you is when you look around is that how big um, golf fans are, especially here in Michigan, and especially yeah. you know with the weather that we've had, everybody's coming out in droves. So to have the best players in the world here, it's great. So yep. um, we uh, we're gonna mosey on down. I think we're gonna make our way over to the Cobra truck. Uh, get some stuff there. Uh, other than that, I don't know, but I will uh, send it back to you, D Mac, in the studio. That's grind time, live here at Detroit Golf Club with Darren McCarty. Back to you, DMac. All right, DMac. Hey, you're killing it in there, killing it in there. I appreciate you being there. Yeah, somebody had to watch over all those guys. Uh, way to go. Anyways, uh, if you can't, guys, if you can't make it to Detroit Golf Club or you can't make it to any PGA Tour event because because uh, you play like Perry, um, <laughs> you do have. I do have some for you, Perry. You know what that is? What do we got, man? We got Cattails Golf Club. 18-hole championship track at South Lion. Former home of the LPGA Futures Tour Michigan Amateur Qualifier and more. Two very unique nines. Have you played there? I've played there a Of course times. you have. One unique golf experience of wetlands featured on the front with... How many balls you lost in the front there? <laughs> lost count. Lost count. A lot. Hardwoods <laughs> and native forests on the back. Would you lose more... Would you say you lose more on the front or the back? The back. Yeah, 18. You're dumping seven into that pond. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the range, mobile practice series, full bar menu at the clubhouse. Great people. Come on out to the course that the Grind Time family plays. Yes, we play out there all the time. Check out our Facebook page for an exclusive offer to Grind Time fans that will get your 18 holes and a cart for $25 during the week. Bam, bam. That's a good deal, eh? Oh, dude, Unreal. he's sitting there right now. All right, so make sure. Cattails and South Lion, go there. That's where the grind time family plays. So speaking of that, let me run it down to you guys today. So uh, when you get uh, the media tent, the way that it's set up sort of, they do a PGA Tour event is they turn it into a small city, and they separate a lot of things. And if you've played a golf course before, you do not recognize it. And saying that... Well, me personally, speaking from experience, is that I hit them in some of the 
unquestionable areas that maybe some of the pros don't hit it into. Well, I looked at some of those areas today as I was walking around and there was chairs sitting in them, you know, <laughs> and there were stands and stanchions. And um, if you do get a chance to go out or watch it on TV, it's, it, it is quite the thing. But when you walk around there, they got signs everywhere and, and volunteers and there's traffic running everywhere because downtown Detroit, Detroit golf club, if you know where it is, there's not a lot of room no. in there. So they got it squeezed in there, but it's like a mini city. And then you go over where the range for the members is a mini city with all the shops and shinolas down there and whatever else. And then you walk out to the back where the range, which is like I, s I said earlier, the South course, they turn a couple holes into it. But the biggest thing, dude, um, Perry, you could talk about this too, is those uh, equipment trucks, TaylorMade, PXG, Superstroke, Cobra, you name it, and all there. And like TaylorMade's got a double decker, you know, Superstroke. Got to meet uh, Scotty Garrison, who's their maestro in there. Has been doing it for a lot of years. Got to talk to him. Isis um, actually did a great, uh, uh, great video of it. We're gonna post uh, later on. But uh, Superstroke, uh, can't can't thank. Dean enough uh, for that relationship, not only for introducing us to Jason Duffner with that interview will come up a little later, but uh, um, so I, I, the, the, anybody who golfs and who has not, who's ever struggled with their putting, 2.0 is probably, uh, talking to Scott, the 2.0, which you can get anywhere, is the size of the grip. It's a little bit bigger, but not too big. Um, and the idea with the super stroke really is to take your hand action out of your stroke and make it more arms. And, um, you know, which takes us to, we were walking around there. And, well, I just wanted to say, if, if anybody has a chance on Thursday, tomorrow, the, the super stroke, uh, that tour, Trailer is going to be at Carl's Golfland on Telegraph. Oh, it and, is. And Bloomfield. Yeah, yeah they're oh, going to be there all day tomorrow. Um, and you can go and display. And, and I mean, yeah. Square Lake and Telegraph, Carl's Golfland, which you see the commercial on TV. It's not just online, it is the mecca of. I've been going there 20 some years. <laughs> it's uh, unbelievable. But Super Stroke's going to be there. And, you know, they got the one thing I was talking to Scott about is, is you know, about different size and. They have everything. He opens a couple drawers and for different things. And and even mentioning that, we'll go from, you know, guys, uh, amateur guys like ourselves who are enamored to being able to meet Ben in the Cobra uh, truck and then standing outside and seeing Bryson DeChambeau. Now, Bryson DeChambeau is known as a mad scientist because he's uh, like a genius and he uses numbers. And so he's got you know, this long putter with, and he's got holds it inside and, and it's like some contraptions and stuff <laughs> that you see that, you know, you never, you've never seen before. So I was messing around with that, but, uh, I'll take you a little bit, uh, inside. Uh, um, I think that, uh, the experience in there, which, uh, I'm going to take you to right now, uh, we'll go back to earlier today was, was really eye opening and, uh, it was really cool to be able to talk to somebody who works really closely with the top pros and guys that we know and uh, Ricky Fowler, Turkey Vulture, and uh, Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, uh, thank you, Cobra, and uh, thank you. This is uh, my experience in the Cobra truck. We're talking here with Ben from, from in the Cobra, uh, what is this, truck? It's our Cobra Puma Tour truck. Yeah. Puma Tour yeah. truck, yeah. I like it. So we're here at, at the Detroit Golf Club for the Rockmore Chair Classic. Now, in asking that, we start with the driver. So Ricky would hit a 
would hit a certain shaft as opposed to like does he play more um, regular length stuff? You know what? He's actually a little shorter in length compared he's to most. He's a shorter guy. Right? Yeah, which you know doesn't always equate. Like when he first came on board, he was like forty-five and a half inches in his driver, which is like a half inch over standard. Right. And now we're at forty-three and a half. So over the course of time, uh, we went from forty-five and a half down to forty-three and a half, which is a massive change. And yeah, I mean, he's not a very tall dude. He's about 5'8", but he just hits it, and he didn't lose any distance going shorter. He just hit it more flush more often. So, like, the end result was, you know, it was just as good and not better because he felt he had more control. So what's the biggest difference start with, with Cobra from, you know, I used to remember, so 20 years ago when you got the Cobra irons, and yeah. and they were, like, you could hit them further because yeah. uh, they had that juice. So coming from 20 years ago up until now because if you look even if you people who are listening aren't here but there's it looks like a uh, concert event with all these trucks out here tailor-made <laughs> all the different companies the putter companies and stuff what is it what is the difference speaking specifically with Cobra from where you've been to where you are now you know and you're, you're right so like say 1993 four or five when the the original King Cobra Oversized Iron come out, which, you know, blew the market out of the water. I mean, that was a big deal. Prior to that, there really wasn't anything that was real oversized, real forgiving, you know, stuff that it just went further, you know? So, I mean, that was, from an engineering standpoint, that was a huge jump in the golf industry. And that was also the time when, you know, metal woods really started becoming more prevalent. Right. You know, there was a lot more engineering that went into it versus, you know, persimmon woods. They're beautiful. And there's a lot of work that went into that, but from an engineering standpoint, you're just talking about wood. And right. Putting you know laminated wood grain together versus you know the the dozen engineers that are trying to design a metal wood. So would you correlate it to you're pretty much like the pit crew in a NASCAR oh, yeah. as far as yeah. as guys are all the individual drivers and then they're coming in here and you're tweaking a claw between rounds or now on that um, do guys change clubs a lot? Um, like like uh, like I wear like sticks right in yeah. hockey. You know, right. They're usually good for a game or maybe two if you have a good one. But how often do guys go through? I would think wedges obviously. Yeah, more, but lob wedges are the most typically gone through throughout the course of the season. You know, I just built actually a new one up for uh, Ricky, right? Yeah, and that's usually like a say a four to six week period for a lob wedge, um, sand wedge. Bryson, I'll go through probably two in a year with Bryson. Um, again, lob wedges. But irons, full season typically. Yeah. Um, so that's Ricky Fowler. Yeah, that's, that's Rick. Ricky yeah. Fowler. That's the Al Camino. Yeah. yeah. Al Camino he's, he's, version. He's rocking that killer mullet right now. Al Camino's just another nickname for the mullet. So it's getting a little, uh, getting a little crafty. Dude, that's there. the best part. I, and I've seen, because I've come across the old that I've all the different, all lives matter, all the different. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice too with with Cobra that they're able to do so they have personalization. So if you see Al Camino, it's because he's Ricky Fowler right now. He's got the mullet. <laughs> Looks like hey, I would say that he's growing it out. He's yeah. growing it out. It ain't going anywhere anytime soon if they got Al Camino. I'm just that's what I'm talking with Darren McCurry reporting <laughs> and stuff like that. So the full sets and stuff like that, and then guys won't make major changes. Or no, they tweak? Not, you know we'll do. We try to do loft and lie every tournament. You know, so that's just a just really a maintenance thing. But going back to the pit crew, it's 100%. It's a full correlation. You know, they're the drivers. They're the ones that are it's loose into the corner. It's tight in here. It's you know, my always making tweaks to the car 
it's the same thing. You know, you know, I think I need a little bit more loft. You're making a tweak to the driver. Um, you know, I need a little less loft. I want it to go less right. I want it to go more left. Whatever it is, and that's it's just their feedback and taking their feedback and you know translating that into what do I need to do to make that happen. So it's like anything else too, because then you see the, them hit it. You get to know their game, sort of like a, like the caddy or yeah. the uh, um, crew chief. Yeah. Right, and then can sort of uh, realize where they want to get to if yes. they're hitting a certain stuff. That's, and like, because how precise are these guys can hit it to like the decimal of them. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, like, I mean, their, their irons are, you know, this iron goes 163, this one goes wow. 178. You know, it's not, they're not round numbers. Do you ever go, bro, it's not the club. The <laughs> you ever tell them, like, bro, it's not the club. Well, I mean, yeah, that's that sometimes is the case. You know, it, it does happen for sure. But like, like the wedge, like that's a custom ground wedge, right? So right. I spend an hour grinding that wedge, getting it going, which is very much like having your custom curve in your stick. Right. You know, you so you're pretty much you doing wide. that, and you. Yeah. So I would back in the day, you know, with the wood stick, what you can manipulate, and we all do ourselves. Eat them up. Eat them up. Shave them down. Do this. Do that. So that's pretty much your. Same thing. And and does it ever happen where they're like, no. Oh yeah, totally. So yeah, that, I mean, but that's just like, oh, I need a little bit more of this mm -hmm. or a little bit more of that. I mean, he looked at it on the course, a couple waggles, hit it through the turf a little bit. Looked at it, and he's like, let's get the flange a little bit wider. And I left that room on there specifically, knowing that if he did want to do that, I don't have to ditch it. Right. Start so over. now, would you say that's how long would that say because you know how Ricky works or yeah, how Ricky totally, thinks, totally. right? Where Bryson, you would have to pretty much make it exactly this. How he wanted it, and then start over. But it's just different, different feels. Yeah, and it's you know with with Rick, like I do know him very well, so I'm always trying to be one or two steps ahead. Yeah. And I'm usually close to being yeah. spot on. Where Bryson's like, I've gotten to be that same way, but then sometimes it'll just different, be a different tangent. But it's got to be a different world to because it seems more to along the lines, not like the traditional, but just like more things to computer to think think of. And it's almost like with Bryson. Forget about it because the numbers, the math's gonna play it out. So we wait till the result where you want. Whereas Ricky, and you can tell with the sort of the feel or or whatever else. And I always say that that's important because you surround yourself and your team, no matter what, with guys who know you. Because sometimes you may know better than me. Because I know like, oh, you know, I want to use this stick, and it's like this, and it's like, dude, it's, what are you trying to do with it? If I'm trying, yeah, you can use a step one if you're just hacking them rock and get it out of the zone but if you're trying to you know one time you need some some give to it yeah. or so that's yeah. the that's yeah, now, now do guys usually because of the i mean swing speed and stuff so like tour guys are like do they go double x do they go like that or do they have a, a typical weight on it or a solo like just say driver for example um you know driver shafts 60s 60 grams X-Flex is probably the most prevalent out here. Okay. 70 would be the next. Very few 80s. Because as you go up in weight, they do they get stiffer just naturally. There's yeah. more material. Right? So they get as they get heavier, they get stiffer. So 60 is really the sweet spot. Um, definitely seen a lot more 50s because the manufacturing process has gotten better where they can make a tighter, better feeling, lighter weight. So lighter Same weight. Hockey exactly. You, like, you, and, and you can move well, Taylor made in the Reeboks now. I've actually use one of your CCM, whatever, yeah. tailor-made type, and you can tell 
shaft technology is because it doesn't matter what you're what you're hitting with you have to have that feel of it yeah yeah and that's why it's so important to be fit because there's a million options out there and you know yeah what you know rick plays with probably won't fit you no absolutely right that's the important part on that on that point as far as what what can you give as a you know tour club fitter and stuff like that any advice to the trunk slammer or whatever who wants to get better but he wants to invest yeah. in his game a little bit because I, I hate to because people want to spend some money on their game get clubs but they usually get the wrong stuff or what would be the first first step in your so the mind? first the first step would to be to be professionally fit you know go to a reputable fitter you know like in this area you got places like miles of golf right um, Carl's Golf Land, you know, where they have a staff that's trained to do that, right. and they have everything there. Um, that's the biggest thing. So, I mean, you shouldn't walk away from a fitting like that unsatisfied. You right, know, you should not. Your skill level. I should right, and I should be able to say, hey, man, uh, I said I was using a seventy gram this step this, and you know, these are my numbers, and that's how these days the numbers is like the way you communicate yeah. so i could so i could call you and say hey i was hitting this and these are my numbers and you were like yeah that's right or or maybe you should try this because then there's a start i think what the important thing is is that you have a starting point yeah. where to start from now what do guys do because it you know amateurs don't get to practice and they're trying different things but what if you're trying to change your swing you take a lesson like it's it's okay to re reevaluate. Absolutely. Now, yes. now, with a guy like say Ricky Fowler or whatever, you said he's gone from a forty-five to a forty-three. So you must have seen distances change or uh, swing changes. Do you make uh, like fifty-fours or have you has he changed? Yeah, the changed wedges, the lofts. Yeah. Yeah. Now, would that change depending on conditions of the course or depending on his feel and just? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of it's more. I guess it's probably more swing related and you know what feels comfortable. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, one time he was uh, 51, 57, and 62. Right, right. And now he's at 52, 56, 60. Right. And it was yeah, it was just more of what's most playable, what's most beneficial, where am I filling the gaps in the best. Um, but along those lines, he has made swing changes as yeah. well. You know, so we'll change out. Um, we changed out Iron Shaft this year, actually, at San Antonio, which for him is not a common thing. Right. You know, he doesn't normally do that week before the Masters. So, and he really did you put it. in something? What, what, what was he? What was he doing? And what were you trying to correct? Or what was the? Why would you replace Ricky Fowler's shaft? Or why would he want a shaft replaced? So we've been actually talking about it for a few months, and he was looking for a little bit more spin um, with his mid irons, and along the lines of that it was like you know maybe a little bit more feel as well so knowing from what he had to what we were going to test i think i had like eight different seven irons made up and we literally just went in the range and he just puts in the pile of yes and no's and then we keep narrowing it down and we got to an old standby the dynamic old s 400 and he's like man this just feels really good the ball flight was good he could flight it low right to left left to right went out it was windy which wind conditions are Tough. So Absolutely. awesome. The test that's that, that's the we. I think we see nowadays even more so because of technology, talent, and everything is that the weather is most of the time the course's greatest defense. Yeah, big time. I mean, wind is probably more common. You're more you're more likely to be playing in wind than you are the rain. Right. 
I mean, rain is real tough. Yeah. Because, I mean, spin rates change. Balls react completely differently, especially modern the, stuff. You can see in guys' faces, too, especially if they got the wrong end of the draw. You can just see that, <laughs> yeah. you know, coming down. Like, And how many times have you seen it where it's like, oh, man, just bad yeah. end of the draw. This I mean, week. you know, tomorrow, let's say, let's say it rains all afternoon, but the guys that go out early, they're done and it's sunny out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, guys that go in the afternoon are screwed. Yeah. You know? But that's it's luck of the draw, man. It's, it's part of golf. It's part of golf. Yeah, and, and wet golf. conditions are tough. These guys struggle in wet conditions. Yeah. You know? No, I, it's just like anything else. But, uh, again, so it's the uh, – um, what would you say uh, – last question for you. Uh, the biggest – what is – like, the, if you're going to say what's the bigger change in the golf ball or the golf clubs? Uh, like, what, is it chicken and the egg or is it – yeah, because, you know, the, the evolution of the two really happened at a similar time. You know, like the Pro V1 was really a, a game changer right. in the industry. That, would that be early 2000s? That was like year 2000. 2000. Yeah. And, you know, the metal wood technology was definitely ramping up. And, like, literally the two at the same time. And, really, you're designing it with that golf ball in mind, the driver, the three wood, the iron. So, I mean, that helped. And then those two literally just took off. I mean, the technology. Well, the numbers you see these days is just, yeah. you know, guys are better. Guys are, you know, they're athletes, a yeah. year-round thing. They're faster, they're stronger, they're in way better shape. They move it. I mean, you know, buddy of mine commented yesterday, I hadn't been to a tour, but he's like, man, these guys don't look very big. I'm like, no, it's like going to a hockey game. You think they're big. They're not. A lot of these guys are smaller, yeah. but the game has changed. So my guys, buddy said, guys have gotten bigger. You know what? Dustin Johnson looks yeah. bigger on TV. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, he's a really fit dude. And he's yeah. a tall guy, but he's not like he's not. You know, he's not jacked. Yeah. You know, he doesn't look. Well, like Kepka he, looks jacked. Yeah, Brooks is a big dude. Yeah. yeah. But he looks yeah. like a football player. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So that's the way that they've all become better athletes. Yeah. You know, Ricky's five eight. Man. Well, that's I mean, the thing too. All these guys play different sports. I mean, they're not just. The, the, the athletic ability is, the, you know, the way that they can get to the ball and the, how smart they are and what they can bring to it. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter as long as you can make putts anyway, exactly. right? So, <laughs> yeah, I I can, and I can't do it. much. Uh, I can't do much. Yeah, you're not supposed to, bro. Like, like I said, just be really good at what you do and, hey, keep sending these guys yeah. out. That's the, that's the plan. Thanks, Ben. Hey, guys, Thanks, for bro. Ride Time with Darren McCarty, this was Ben in the Cobra tour extraordinaire shed giving us the lowdown um look for ricky fowler to win the uh detroit golf club rock and mortgage classic this weekend thanks again ben and everybody there at cobra um we were actually lucky boys were working hard uh jesus uh was doing the recording mike was doing video so they're gonna sync that up we're gonna put that up on facebook live instagram uh, stuff for some uh, extra content and things like that, so you can check out what it's like in the uh, Cobra, in the Cobra truck um, with Ricky's new El Camino wedge. <laughs> so that is uh, that is the best part. So um, thank you with that. Um, you know, Perry, one of the things uh, with the new, I got not the new, but the improved Aaron McCarty. Uh, you know, I'm big on. My endocannabinoid system, right? And you do know what yes, that is. Yes, very aware of that. Yes. yes, and and I think everybody uh, these days, being with legalization coming to Michigan, um, but you hear a lot of stuff about the CBDs and the benefits, and you know the, the THC versus the CBD. Well, uh, did you know? And I hope you did because you got fr some freebie stuff. Um, that grind time with Darren McCarty has teamed up with Herbal Active. Yes. 
herbal act of the all-natural zero, zero, zero THC CBD company. You guys may have heard about herbal active through spitting chiclets and barstool sports, but they are now proud sponsors of Grind Time and are excited to help our listeners as well. Herbal Active products are created by people just like you who are passionate about using all natural products to improve their quality of life. Herbal Active products infused with 99.5% pure CBD extract use the body's own natural endocannabinoid system. Look it up if you don't know what it is. We all have one. Anything with the spine, it works for yourself. At least the power of your body to heal. Have aching muscles from a strenuous workout recovery from an injury. Try Overlactive CBD infused body balm with their patented time release formulation that provides extended localized relief. Now, you could take it as a tincture, which is like a drop, or like a pill, or like a bomb, or they even have uh, mints and, and different ways. Uh, look at Herbal Active, herbalactive.com. That is U-R-B-A-L-A-C-T-I-V.com. There is no E. And remember, use DMAC25. Yes, DMAC25 for 25% off of everything that Herbal Active has. Thank you for your support. Look into it, people. Uh, I will always let you know things that I use for myself. Herbal Active is one. Can I tell you, by the way, you brought some of that balm over, and I had two things. A disc issue on my back. I couldn't sleep. I was like, oh, there's that cream Matt keeps bringing over. I put it on my back, and I slept all night. And then I had dry skin all over my hands, and it worked for that, too. Oh, I, Talking about your I've sponsor. known you 25 years, so you just like <laughs> decided to listen because you're just, how long have you been not sleeping and whining? Six days. Well, no, no 25 years, yeah. but the last six days, you've been particularly. Whining. Right. And how many times do I say, Mike, if you just listen? No, 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 but you're like everybody else. But here's the thing, and that's okay at your time, but know that it's there. And that's the whole thing with, I don't care whether it's with the weed, with the THC, with whatever it is, listen. It's there it, uh, from my experience and I live it and I, lo- and I love it because it's given me my life back, but it's taken me education. And one thing that I will try to lead by example, like don't get it twisted. I like getting stoned, but <laughs> don't get it right. But I do pick my spots and it's called mindful, mindful usage, which means the fact that take care of your body because it is something that is the pure truth. So look into it. Don't take my word for it. Start looking into it. You can't tell me, you know. I mean, I'm spitting proof. I'm living proof. I will talk to the end of the earth about this now. Do I agree that hmm, sometimes maybe you can get a little high? But you know what? Time and a place. And I think I'd pick my spots better. I haven't smoked in the fucking studio and... In uh, fucking months. The new studio. <laughs> since the new studio. And you know, Mac, the other thing is, is I've noticed there's a lot of people uh, my age in their 50s, and I'm hearing more and more people talking, God, you know what? I want to try this. Or I'm, you know, they're, they're looking into it now. Well, here, yeah, and, and I'm hoping people will go to this. You got a great well, opportunity, great, great discount, 25% off, and, and, and take, that, take that step. I've done it, and, and Darren knows I'm not into the THC. It doesn't, it doesn't work for my body. But this does, and and yeah. I'm telling you, I, I'm trying to get my parents on it because they're they're active. And, and, and just a quick thing about you know we're the zero THC, so so point three percent right THC, which continues the, the CBD is not enough to 
get you high. But what the THC with the CBD, and this is what we're learning more of, is how these components in this plant in everybody's body work a little bit differently or can. But what I tell everybody, the THC in the CBD is like having your name on the list at the at the club. You get to the to the front of the door and you get right in. Now, the stuff without the CBD, you're still getting in. It might take a little bit longer. But Mike, you're the you're like you said, I left you that bomb because hopefully by osmosis I thought you might have ate it, but you know, like <laughs> no, you used I, you it, but what? it's but that it's a thing that it's it's retraining everybody yeah. that it's okay, but it's get educated yourself. Just like Perry said, we're to find out what works or what doesn't. For me, the big biggest thing is the sleep. Now, if I, like, everybody thinks that I'm all this stoner and shit, and I am, but, <laughs> but the thing is, is that my day starts with CBD. My day starts to get my body going, and it's the greatest thing to be able to, to use uh, ointment or, or, tincture or whatever to to be able to let my yeah. system work for itself now if you don't believe me look at well, pictures of me i yeah, mean I, the yeah. one thing i walk around i mean i'm benjamin goddamn button <laughs> and you know what i pounded four cupcakes and a freaking large uh extra large chocolate shake yeah. from telway last night i got pushed to that point because i'm like perry the T thc buzz has never like been my thing but the, the CBD was sitting there, sitting there, and I'm rolling around on the couch bed, and I'm like, I can't. I'm paralyzed right now. This has been going on for days. And I was like, oh, there's that thing Darren keeps talking about. Like, whatever. And I, I wanted to tell you, like, dude, it shocked me how well it worked. And I know you've told me 2,000 times. I get it. I'm an idiot. No. But it did. It, I finally heard you want, the commercial. You want to know the kicker in all in all things because you know for me and stuff the THC is is for a lot of the mental issues and and being sure. able to do it. But if I, I swear to God that if I had to choose between the CBD and not, I would do the CBD really? and give up the THC. Wow! I don't know what the fuck I would do, <laughs> but I I know yeah, yeah. my body would that be speaks healthy. volumes, man. That's that's no, that's big. and and I, I'm making that statement because that's when people have to, and but they have to get their own education or through people and their stories because the scenes will the the living it and using it. It's just the truth, and it can help you and. Uh, well, let's be honest, Mac. CBD gets caught up in the entanglement of the well, it, historic it, history of THC well, and because the negative. It was because of the hemp and because, yes. of, because yeah. of the history, because of the lie. And yeah. yeah. I mean, we could talk about this right. at length. And you know what? I, I would love to, but I'm going to get a lot smarter people than I am in here to be able to talk about this when when the time's right to talk about it because because the progress is happening we're moving, um, it, you know, everybody's coming. So it's, it's just at least get educated. So, so, you know, you yeah. know, like I, I just, you know, people don't understand. And I was one of them that didn't truly understand too. But now because of that, um, like I said, uh, the plant, I, I owe it, you know, yeah. it's got my loyalty because it's giving my life back now, which means that, you know, I have, I, treat it with more respect and you know like doing different things but i know what works and what doesn't and that's all well it's of note to me because i've had hundreds of listeners they know my ailments i bitch and whine about them on the show all the time on, on my show and they send me all kinds of you got to try this it'll change your life you got to eat this drink that i'm going to send you this and none of it 
really does anything. And it was like, all right, I'll try this bomb Darren keeps talking about. And I'm telling you, it fucking worked. And I was shocked. And I wanted to tell you that. Like, I've gotten hundred Dude, go upstairs in the cabinets. Hundreds of shit listeners have sent me that they swear would work. And your stuff did. Your bomb did. Plug the name again of the company. Herbal Active. There you go. No E. All right, I'll shut up now. No, no, no. No, I mean, what, but you'll figure it out, dude. I mean, remember when I everybody... said 25 years ago, you shouldn't listen to me? Yeah. Now you should. <laughs> now I know a little bit about something or whatever else, and it'd be nice to see you, like, to see that and let your body help itself. She used so. to say, when you're ready, bro. When yeah, you're ready, well, you'll well, listen. When you're ready. When you're ready. I know, and that's what I, I, but I see the progress, and it doesn't matter because... The whole thing is the same thing with this. Do you know? I just want you to know. And if you say, you'd have to say yes, that you know there's an option out there. Because I don't care if you do or you don't. Yeah. But you've had the option. I, I loved it. You went, hey, man, don't be an idiot. Don't listen to me. Yeah. I don't know shit. I'm a hockey player. I'll give you the link. You go read for yourself. Yeah. And I went, ah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair no, enough. I mean, that, and that's the whole thing. That's the best part about this plant. And why you can't, not only can you not kill yourself from it, you know, it, it, that, that it's going to help you. And, and you go out, you got to go get the knowledge. Now, the whole thing, like I said, wait till next June when the NHLPA and Glenn Healy has all those tests and we go to the NHL and say, yo, bro, guess what? We're here because, you know, it's for better, for life. And They're going to owe the Darren McCarty's and Ricky Williams of the world a lot of apologies. Nah, fuck. They don't owe me any apologies. <laughs> no. I don't, that's the whole thing is that, no, it'll just be finally nice that, you know, yeah. people get on board to, to help themselves. And it's, a lot of the times it's just, like I said, the CBD for the f inflammation, for the sleep, Mike, the yeah. sleep. Inflammation. Drive you nuts. That's what turns, like, an alcoholic into a really bad alcoholic. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Seriously, when you're, when you're an insomniac, dude, and you can only... Pass yeah, out. That's some real truth right there. Yeah, that is yeah, real truth. A few, few of us might have been there. Hey, yeah. speaking of real truth, so uh, back to uh, today. So um, we were very privileged to have Jason Duffner, and uh, people might say, well, how did you, you know, Duff's born in Cleveland, he's Auburn, he's a war eagle, anybody who knows him, Duffner in, or uh, talk uh, different things. He's quite, he's got quite the attitude. And I've always been a fan of his just for the person. You know, I mean, he had me almost start coffee out my nose um, when he's uh, he number he chipped one in. I'm watching live, and he's I'm the best. I'm the best, <laughs> right to the camera, which is like something that I would have done. And, and right? he's and he's he's not emotional or shows it. Uh, he doesn't know. I mean, he's he pretty. So like, that was bulky. out of character. He's sort of like Bam Bam, dude. He's yeah, just yeah, like just, whatever, bro. I'm out here, and it's a grind and stuff like that. But Perry, I gotta say, great job because that's a absolute. Perry Vellucci co-host action, uh, not only the the relationship uh, that you have with Superstroke with Dean, but also making this happen. So let everybody know out there uh, how this came to fruition when I when I asked. Yeah, so uh, uh, Dean Dingman from uh, Superstroke, uh, you know, we we were talking to him like, hey, who's coming into town? Uh, for the for the Rocket Mortgage event, and is there somebody we can maybe possibly talk to in an in interview? And he said, "Hey, Jason Duffner, you know, let me talk to him, and and I think he he might want to do it." And fortunately, Jason said yes, and that was great for us. I mean, we know, you know, like you said, I, I, there most golf fans they like Duff. 
Right. You know, you just you just like I was there's something about the way the I way was he cares. Scared there. for that interview because I had five six people come up going, "Ooh, Duffner, that's a tough interview." Really, uh, dude. Five or six PGA officials were like, "Oh, you got Duffner, nice guy, tough interview." Well, and I was like, "Oh shit." Uh, Really? Well, because so, he was great. He was no, awesome. I, you know, I think a lot of times too, which is interesting that you say that, is because I think, and I want people to know out there, um, whether you're professional, no matter you're professional in anything or an amateur in anything, you get treated with the respect. And I think when you have, you know, sitting down and talking to him, and I, uh, you know, I guess I'm foreshadowing to another phenomenal <laughs> job that DMAC does <laughs> on course. Um, thanks, DMAC. Again, we're going to look into the pay raise. Um, <laughs> but uh, is, is this people, right? And then when you just talk to people. So I always, like, you'll see. You know, and the, the one thing is, is which, which, which we had, which I'll let you know after the interview's over, but uh, we, had a, we did a contest where we put out uh, some questions for Duffner. So I did ask him some questions at the end, and if you hear your question asked, um, we're going to send you some of these grind time with Darren McCarty, super stroke 2.0, um, grips Gross. for your putter. Uh, the same one that, uh, the grind time crew uses for theirs. Um, but it was, it was awesome getting to know it. And, you know, for me, I mean, when you're Duffner, I mean, I'm, everybody knows I'm a dipper. So, I mean, I had, uh, I, I had a couple questions along the line. I'm, I'm so. going to go on record right now and say this might be the Best discussion on dip ever captured on audio. It's, it's pretty fucking good. awesome. Put dude. it this way: it's l- fucking l- awesome. Let me just say, if I was taking a survey or going pre, <laughs> I wouldn't have put that as the best question I asked, but I wouldn't have put it as the worst question I asked. It was a personal question, um, and I think you'll enjoy it. So, thank you, Perry. Thank you, Dean, and thank you, Jason Duffy. We're here at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the first PGA Tour event held within the city limits of Detroit. 156 of the world's best golfers are here at Detroit Golf Club, battling for $7.3 million purse. Wow, that's a lot. Tickets are sold out for the weekend, but you still come today through Friday. Check out all the action. Ticket purchase helps support local charities, benefiting kids and veterans, which we are all about. Go to rocketmortgageclassic.com for tickets and information. Enough of that. Uh, Grind time with Darren McCarty. Very proud. Honored to have Jason Duffner, 2013 PGA Championship winner and multiple PGA Tour winner. Duff, how you doing? Good. But good. more Thanks importantly, uh, Auburn War Eagle, right? That's Where the most go. important. Right. I right. think that the one thing that I always uh, like about you is that, you know, I know exactly where you stand as far as your loyalties, too. Whenever we see some yeah. Auburn doing well in football or whatever, you're always there. Jason so. Duffner is the first thing you think of? Yeah, Jason. Jason <laughs> no, it actually it, it really actually is in my book. So Yeah, um, actually, I actually sold that to the university a little bit. I said, you need to invest in your golf prog- program a little bit more because when we leave, we don't associate with a professional team, right? So we're always associated with the university. That's true. You know, Cam Newton played football for us. Well, people don't think of Cam as an Auburn Tiger as much as they do a Carolina Panther now, right? So right. If you invest and you get these players that are good and we go out and we have success, well, now you always have a branding opportunity with the players. Well, that's a true statement, too, because if you look and if you're playing, we're watching, but they always show the university score yeah. scoreboard where your alma mater's from. So I think that Darren, uh, grind time with Darren McCarty, we're going to push we're gonna push for that. There'll be a bunch of War Eagles out here, even in uh, the Northeast, in the Detroit area. People screaming all week when I'm playing. Now, sure. now, have you 
had any golfing experience or any experience at all in Michigan, let alone Detroit area? Not really. I played that event in Flint, uh, the Buick, for a yeah. while. Um, you know, that was a really popular event in Michigan. Um, you know, for whatever reason, it left. Um, but now we're back. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be back long term. I know um, Rocket Mortgage is really excited. Their their headquarters is here in Detroit. Um, I think the people of Detroit and Michigan and even parts of Canada, just across the river there, they'll be excited for some, uh, you know, PGA Tour. Abs- absolutely, too. I know because uh, I know Mike Weir real well because he's from Sarnia. And obviously a lot of the Canadian guys, uh, you know, Mackenzie Hughes, Corey Connors, uh, getting some wins and stuff like that. Now, back to you. Uh, I was talking to you earlier, and uh, if anybody has uh, seen uh, Jason Dubner, Duffner post uh, any of the videos, right? Uh, he's gonna tell you if we're bombing it or we're uh, trying to find the short stuff. What are we looking for yeah, this I'm week? Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that a little bit. You know, Phil's got all those videos out now, uh, so I thought I'd take a moment to kind well, of really if, show people what the PGA listener. Tour is like, walking through the tennis court at, at 4:30 in the morning and uh, where your head might be. So yeah, it was fun. Obviously, social media you can use that a little bit. And, but I think that, to, to my point, is why I'm a big fan of the person is because you are you. No matter if it's back in the day where all the boys are duff, duffering, duffnering yeah. or, or whatever else, the fact that you can show because all us trunk slammers out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like you're out here. And so speaking of that, because you're, you're a seasoned season veteran out here. Yeah. I mean, I you are a seasoned veteran. Uh, 17th year? Yeah. Does it seem that? Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it's a grind. I, I tell everybody yeah. playing hockey at the end, you know, what, what do you miss about the game? You don't miss playing because it's hard work. Yeah, I think, you know, fans of the game, they see us on TV. Or maybe they come out and they see us competing. And that's the fun part, right? When you're a competitor, I think all professional athletes have some competitiveness in them. And that's what makes them great and what makes them stand out. So that's the fun part. But you don't see all the travel. You don't see the time you miss being away at home, whether you have a family or, or people just being at home is refreshing Absolutely. sometimes. Um, and also what it takes to play in that in that sport, whatever it might be, there's a lot to it. It's not like I just walk to the first tee and go and play and that's the end of it, right? And also, I don't know how it was in hockey, but I take a lot of stuff home with me, right? I'm always thinking about how I can be better or get better or... It's not like a nine to five job. You leave at five, and you don't think about work until nine o'clock no, the next morning. <laughs> absolutely, and 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 can you talk on that just a little bit more? Because you, as if people watch you as a player, you don't really emote much emotion except that I almost spit coffee out my nose when you chipped that one in and you went number one like this, which was like, <laughs> dude, that was that I'm was awesome. Best. I saw it live. I'm the best. You are the best. Exactly. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. I actually called it. I said, hey, "This looks makeable for the Duff," but uh, that that you know that in itself. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, taking care of your body, taking care of your golf. What's game. the one thing that people? So so Perry, when you go from the car to the first tee, right? You wonder why you play like crap. Yeah, right? there's a the whole process you're missing. Well, that's what I say. <laughs> what what is the one thing that if if uh, that, that people don't realize? that is one of the most important things that you'd have to do to prepare. I think there's a lot of different aspects to it. Um, but for me, being 42, it's the recovery process, right? What can I do in between days, rounds, um, to be able to feel like I'm the same? Because I just don't at 42. Um, and I'm sure guys in younger ages 
don't feel the same every day. That's just part of playing a professional sport. Um, but what can I do to ensure that it's most consistent so that I feel the best each day? Um, so like tomorrow I play late, so I'll have a short turnaround. I'll finish at probably six o'clock, and then I'll have to be ready to go again at six in the morning. That's like a twelve that? hour. No, I hate it. Oh, okay, so you like, the, you like that? You like to chill? So, yeah. So, it's, but it's the shortest time I have to recover from what I did, you know. And what are you recovering from? Like I know max shoulders, wrists, everything, just knees, the toe. You know, your legs go a little dead. We're we're walking out there about eight nine miles. Um, shoulders, knees, swinging the golf club 115 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, it takes your toll on your body um, for everybody. It's not just me, you know, all the guys. Um, and then, most of the guys travel with their own trainers, so I think that's a big thing. Um, well, the you know, and dealing with bad play, right? You played a team sport, so, like, if you, had, if you had a bad game, <laughs> you had a goalie to pick you up, or you had another defenseman to pick you up, or you had people that... We're on the front line scoring goals, right? Well, for me, it's on me, right? If I hit it out of bounds, there's no partner to pick me up. If I miss a four-footer, there's no partner to pick me up. So how can you manage that, really? Because it's always on you, every shot, every round. And honestly, every shot is an opportunity to really play well that week or change the week and really play poorly. Well, I think that uh, people here at Grind Time with Derek Carter, our guest Jason Duffner, 2013 PGA champion, uh, really re- reiterate that, that it's the hard work and things that change. Now, you were brought to us, obviously, your relationship with uh, Sup- uh, Sure Stroke, or Super Stroke. Super Stroke. Um, yeah. With Super Stroke and, uh, and Dino <laughs> back there. Uh, Perry, that's Perry's uh, <laughs> long, Perry, long friend. Perry, our, yeah, long time. So, Dean, thanks for coming here. So, in doing that, they've made up some grind time uh, Super Stroke putter grips that we're going to give away. I let out to my listeners if you answer quick some quick questions contest winners is that yeah, what we well have? they put in they put in some questions and if i chose them like they like the one the last there's five questions the last question that i'm going to piggyback because it's my question but are, i'll give it to somebody. are these red wing themed no uh, this is just stuff that they want to know like dream foursome oh for me yeah for you uh i'd probably put ben hogan uh probably my dad and my grandpa awesome uh what advice would you give your younger self about golf knowing what you know oh. now Play baseball. Ah, I love it. You and I both, dude. I wish I was a catcher. That's big money there. Big money in baseball. I mean, we make great money, but baseball is big money, and uh, you only have to do it till you're like 35 or so. Relief pitcher, like lefty reliever. Go hard with your left hand. I like it. If golf had a walk-up song, what would yours be? Man, I got so many. Uh, I'm a big hip-hop rap fan. Like who? Uh, Like old school? I'd have to go in NWA, Wu-Tang. I do it all. I love it. All of it. So remember that if you're Duff, if you're Duffnerin, make sure you're rapping. Yes. Favorite cl- favorite cl- course to play and why? Uh, you know, one? I would say Pebble. Played U.S. Open there a couple weeks ago. Um, it's just amazing. How was that for us that watched? As it was as- good. I think we didn't get the weather that we need for Pebble to be tough. And and to be honest, the length that Pebble plays at is a little obsolete now with the way guys hit the ball. Well, um, so if you get good weather and decent course conditions guys are going to shoot low scores unfortunately and that's just the state of where our game is right now all right love it and uh last one how much chew oh. is too much i don't think there is i don't think much. there is either right. do you, are you do you see do you have a uh, preference well i went to uh general snooze yeah which dude, is swedish right which is so do a lot it's of guys a little better right exactly so goldberg rape which is another couple so yeah. when we we all 
dipped that as hockey players yep. when the Swedes came over because they all, that's when you notice the top shelf dipper. Oh, yeah. I got a funny story about December. I was in Florida and we went to a Panthers-Penguins game. I went with a couple of other players on tour and they brought us back into the locker room. And unbeknownst to me, the equipment guy is in charge of the dip for yeah. the team, right? He's yeah. the man. He's yeah. like your hookup. Yeah. So the guy's like, hey, do you dip? I'm like, yeah. He's like, come here, I got something for you. So in the back room we go, and they got a couple of Russian players. Yeah. So he has to get online and get this dip from Russia. And it's got like a bear on it and the old Soviet Union thing on it. And it looks like, it looks scary just open the packet. Well, right? I, I was thinking is a contain, like, I mean, what, is got some nuclear buzz going yeah. on with this thing? Well, yeah, that's the thing. So now I've dipped and chewed for a long time. And he's like, here, try one of these. And I'm like, okay, what is it? It's pretty strong. Was it a pouch? Yeah. Or? Okay. I put it in, and literally three minutes later, I was like spinning and on my butt. <laughs> and and <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And, and you're like, like me, who has probably dipped for yeah. majority he's of their like, life. He's like, this is what the Russians use. I got to order it special from this place online. And he goes, they play with it in. <laughs> and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's, that's true. Mika Kiprasov, Finn, who I play, who played goalie when I was with Calgary, used to have one in, and you go in his crease, and he'd have little spit, spit marks everywhere. and stuff like that. But, yeah. but does that not surprise you? Let me tell you about Russians, too. They drink straight vodka, bro. Yeah. Warm. So, I mean, it doesn't really... They're real men. To that. Well, that, that's men. something. Hey, so there you go. <laughs> Answer to that question. You just... Uh, Jason Dufter says, not no chew is too much chew, except... Mind your P's and Q's when you're having a Russian in dip. Russia. In Russia, if it's got the it, not the Kodiak bear, if it's got the, the Russian bear the on Russian it, bear. it's yeah. Jason Dufter says it's a real deal, and you've heard it here with Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Well, Duff, thank you for joining me. You actually, I'm going to prepare you because you got a, you got the hockey guys. That's what I heard. You got Howie, so you got the goalie. We got any fighters in the group? Uh no, you no, got, we got a goalie. And- no, who who is it? The Kaiser. The Kaiser. Oh, you got Mickey Redmond. So yeah, you, Mickey. That's the doctor. You got to say, go. hey, doc. Because he's a doctor, Dr. McGill. Well, I'll be excited. McGill I'm sure Academy. there'll be a lot of people out there following us. I know the hockey is huge here in the town. Um, and we're excited, PGA Tour, to be here for this week, bring golf back to the Detroit area, Michigan area. Uh, and hopefully all the fans come out and support and get to see some good golf. You'll see some good golf. I can't guarantee it'll be from me, but somebody will hey, play good this he's week. He's down selling. You see. <laughs> hey, get the, you know get the 22. If the it. super stroke grip. Is working Got that properly, right? This time. right? There you go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> well, I, you know what? It's I just said sure because every it's so super. I'm sure it's going to go in this. There time. you go. That's what it is. Good cover. Anyways, <laughs> uh, thank you, Dino. Uh, anyways, I'll be paying for that. Perry will pay for that one. Yes. Um, but thank you, Duff, and uh, it, best of luck. And I think you're uh, you're trending, bro. Thank you. You'll get there. Appreciate it. Be you. All right, we'll be back. Uh, I'm going to turn this back to uh, DMAC in studio. Yeah, All right, Darren McCarty, back to you, Darren McCarty. Well, Darren McCarty, thank you. And you know what? You might have missed your calling. Maybe not, but maybe. But um, we'll have to have you back for some more uh, out out of uh, studio events. I like that, Darren. I like that, DMAC. Is that uh, how was he, Perry? How was he? Uh, I liked Did, was it. Yeah. He, how was his attitude today? His attitude was great. Was it? And with the, with Did the, he have with any prima donna moments? Did he have any what? Prima donna moments. You know, he said no, sometimes no, when, no. I he was he, very comfortable. He, he was, was very good. Actually, he was. actually, he was a teacher. He he was he was. You know, I I had to change my attitude because I guess I was complaining a lot, and I forgot. It's like, oh shit, I'm positive, Perry. Oh, and nice, so tonight good. when I tonight when I showed up, I said, you know what, I got to be positive, Perry, because. 
He was. I had a little, like, a little, little, little lecturing from him today. Well, it wasn't but a it lecture. Was a lecture. No, he was. And just it's not a. Le- I think what people understand. It's not a lecture. It's it's one of these things. Is that, okay, Perry? I hear what you're saying, and I know where you're coming. Like I hear where you're coming from, and know somebody well enough. Let me throw this back at you with different. So it's a different painting, right? You threw the paint at me, and I'm throwing it back. And just because you trust me, because you know that my intentions are pure. It's the same thing as with, you know, when Mike, the one thing with Mike Walters has always had the purest intentions when it comes to me. Now, his delivery sucks sometimes, <laughs> but I'm not afraid to call him out at it. So it's just, you know, something that I expect that, you know, it's just we're all family and we all have each other's backs. It's just, just how you respond to it is is yours. And But what you did is, it, is you responded that, okay, I don't, yeah, Maybe I see these things and it makes sense. And the fact that you want to be positive, Perry, that it's okay. You can't always go up or move forward. Sometimes staying idle is fine, but just be honest and look yourself in the mirror. Self-awareness. That's that's a great... You gave me self-awareness. That's That's all it was. You you made me aware, which I wasn't, and you made me become self-aware. Well, I just asked you a few questions about perspective. And because what I've learned is sometimes... Our perspective's out of whack, you know, when we, and, and it's easy to do, and we all do it when we're, like, something doesn't go right and you're so focused on it, but it's not that big. In the end of it, it'll you can work it out or, like, step back and see what it is because there's way bigger things going on out there. Um, but to be able to do that and to have that experience today and to be down there um, was unbelievable. One of the things I want to say, quick uh, thank you to uh, the Stretch Zone uh, people. Uh, Stretch Zone, uh, they were out there stretching the golfers. Uh, Leah, Paul Taylor, and Ryan, thank you. They got places, Royal Oak, Bloomfield Hills, West Bloomfield, Livonia, um, for stretching, for recovery, for golf. I mean, that's the new big thing, too. So I'm all about, um, if you're going to take care of yourself, take care of yourself. And, I mean, it technically in DMAC world, guys, in grind time with Darren McCarty, if you stretch, you're technically working out. Yeah. No, I mean that was that's a workout. That technically goes to working out if you go get stretched. So um oh, hold on. So you yeah, I'm I know oh, you yeah, guys were out there out there listening, going, you're gonna forget, DMAC, you're gonna forget, aren't you the winners? But you heard your questions, didn't you? So it was Roy White. Chris Lassick, Scott Barabas, Pete Detzler, and Big Chiefs fan 216 on Reddit, who also had the chew question, how much chew <laughs> is enough? Is there ever enough chew? And Duff's like, that's the trick question. So um, no way. So I love <laughs> the fact that, uh, and I love the fact that uh, he said good cover and stuff like that. And uh, like you said, when you, Sometimes you you get guys in, uh, you know, some comfortability. Uh, it'll definitely be one that meeting him and getting to know him, it, it's exactly what I thought he was. And I love that when somebody is who you think they are. Oh, I, I was just so – it was so cool seeing the naturalness of him because, like Dean had told me earlier, he said, hey, you know what? We just drove him. He might be tough to crack today because he just – you know, just very not yeah, so didn't want to talk could, and he loosened up and the, the oh it was it was it was incredible, great job, Mac. Uh, yeah, and it was and it, and it was fun. 
and it was fun and actually to be you know being able to sit i just sit down and sit beside jeff less and so uh we were talking about it. i go hey hey you want to golf tomorrow he's like fuck you because <laughs> yeah, he's got to work but uh oh. we'll get out and play and uh just you know sitting there and uh, talking to frank and i got to meet oh so so wait, i was gonna set this up bam bam he comes up to me and he goes, he goes i made a revelation what's today? going on with me that i'm a fan go ahead yeah i said this i said holy shit you know what i just figured out dude I think I'm stalking media guys. I'm a fan of media guy. I had to, I had to go stalk. I not stalked him, but I tracked down John Feinstein. Oh, really? From oh, CBS or what yeah, does he do CBS now? Yeah, CBS. Up to the minute, yeah. but he does the golf. And oh, I yeah. Love, but back in the day, and I, I introduced, I go, hi, Mr. Feinstein, Darren McCarty. Used to play. He goes, I know you. You were good. Uh, I watched <laughs> you. You beat Washington in 98, but I didn't care. I'm an Islanders fan. So I got to talk to him and... And for a few minutes, and because somebody I respect with the always brings a bit of the old school, brings it back, makes you think, and it was just really cool. Talk about like role reversal. You know, most media guys go in because they idolize the athletes, and now you're flipping. You're an athlete there, looking you at know, the media dudes they, like, oh my god, no, I listen just, to him all it, the time. And you know what it is? It's just like the respect for different ways that they. I mean, here I always say that Uncle Dan Patrick. Best interview in sports, and I love listening to Colin Cowherd. Oh, for sure. And, and you know, Mike, Mike Valenti, you know, like as far as pack a lunch, bro, because that guy's as prepared as anybody with whatever opinion mm-hmm. it is. You know, so it, it's you like guys for their different style who are true to themselves. You so, know? I mean, you got it all today. You got golf. You got stretched. You met your media idols. You didn't even you... talk about what we ate. Oh, I know. <laughs> what kind of food? Perry ate seven taco, chicken tacos. Seven? Probably three soft and four hard. Oh, wow. And then there was two different kinds of brownies. I had like, I had how many? About 26 cups of coffee out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was. Yeah. I was. I was coffee. So this up. was bucket list type stuff. I mean, for your whole month, you've done Indy, you've done NASCAR, you've done the PGA Tour. I mean, you're doing like everything you like. Period, right? Oh, cannabis cups. I mean, comedy. What? Well, you got comedy, comedy coming up. You're what doing haven't a- you? Oh, yeah. This week. Oh, yeah. Okay. Before weekend. we. Uh, so, yeah. July is like a big month. You're going to have to, you know, step it up for July, right? Yeah. I got to step he, it up. Uh, oh, oh. Saturday, I'll be in San movie came Dusty. out. The Russian Five. Oh, the Russian I mean, Five. Uh, what, what else? Oh, yeah. Name something else. What no, because you're in the. Yeah, doing the Russian Five stuff, which yeah, if you haven't seen it, they got DVDs now. Um,. You know, check that out. Uh, Rush five. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah, um, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on, so I'm gonna have to. You know, he's just putting the pressure on me, dude. He says, "Oh, you got me to NASCAR, and now you got me to the golf. Yeah. How are you going to top yeah. it now?" Yeah, he's just in the pits at NASCAR. Oh, he's now awesome. he's in. The, now he's in the trailers. And he did a hell of a I mean, job today, too. He was. Now yeah. you're gonna have to get him in the ring at the WWE event. That's the next thing. You got to step it up. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, I'm not saying never say never. Yeah, you know? hey. hey, he'd fit into that crowd, too. So, um, yeah, so, again, uh, Dean Dingman, Jason Duffner. Um, Ryan Armani. Ryan Armani. Frank Beckman. Frank Beckman. Uh, Cobra. Ben. Uh, Greg Ball all, from. Uh, all you ass clowns. Uh, everybody who I saw uh, uh, hooked us up at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Thank you again from me, Darren McCarty, and for everybody here at Grind Time. 
Uh, hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. It was a little bit different, a uh, little bit something that I want to do, being able to go out in public and talking to people, doing some interviews. Now that, uh, thank you, Travis, for hooking us up with whatever that radiation thing that can get sound <laughs> from everywhere around the room. You you don't even, you're not impressed because you work behind that stuff. But, you know, kids like me, you know. Oh, that dude knows know. his stuff. I mean, he blows me away. Really? Oh my goodness! See, yeah. that's and then and that's what I love love to hear. I, you know, push everybody here, pushing each other. But uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, tell your friends. Tell one. Tell all. Go see the Russian Five. I'll be in Sandusky doing comedy this weekend on Saturday. Um, we'll keep you up to date next weekend or next uh, Wednesday. I it'll be a little bit later show because I'll be over speaking with the Mackenzie tour. Uh, Canadian tour guys for something so I got that going next week the Canadian tour over in Windsor but we're doing a late show my buddy Damon Johnson formerly brother Kane uh, Alice Cooper um, musicians gonna come in and it's apropos because you might want to tune in because he was actually the first person ever to put me on stage at uh, the Fillmore with brother came back in the day so probably like 94 or whatever so technically he might have started the monster i want to ask him if he regrets it now absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. no that's awesome and then what's that july 3rd so day before uh fourth i believe yes july 3rd would be the day before the fourth <laughs> it, 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 it so happens to fall right before <laughs> it's amazing how that worked out yeah. every year too every, every single year, year. Every, every year it works that way well that's good I'm, yeah it's so like, ne- ne- next wednesday's the third right next wednesday's the third was what i was getting it at. is in fact the day before the fourth of july <laughs> again we're not here confirming Perry, you, hell of a job setting up setting up duff today all right hell of a job yeah, we'll leave it at go that. home and go to sleep <laughs> anyways perry's going home to get some much needed sleep hopefully the old man get some We'll be up by next Wednesday. Thank you again to the Detroit cast, to the Radio for One studios, for all the fellas, for everybody. To make uh, Grind Time with Darren McCarty what it is. We're we're getting bigger. We're getting better. All due to you guys out there. Thanks for listening in. But remember, no matter how much fun we have, no matter what happens, life happens. And no matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. That's Grind Time. And we're out.